Hello everyone, my name is Cassandra Ramos. Today is April 19th, 2020. I am an English major with a concentration in teacher certification at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. In this podcast, I will be covering Chapter 9 of Critical Encounters and Secondary English Teaching Literary Theory to Adolescents, 3rd edition novel by Deborah Appleman. Chapter 9 is titled Lenses and Learning Styles, Accommodating Student Plurality with Theoretical Plurality. This chapter discusses misconceptions of teaching through multiple perspectives in the classroom and what all students are capable of. This chapter also provides a way in which teachers can overcome their fears of teaching literature through different literary lenses, like the gender lens, Marxist lens, the race lens, psychological lens, or others. This chapter writes from the perspectives of different teachers and students. The classroom conveyed range from extremely diverse to not diverse at all. As I read the students' responses to making sense of literature through multiple perspectives, a key theme kept arising. By giving your students the tools to understand and use multiple perspectives, you are giving them more range in which to perceive the world around them. This range is not reserved for only high-level students or students whose teachers assume they can handle it better. A great quote from page 129 of the chapter states, Using multiple perspectives to read and interpret literature doesn't require that students are already operating at a certain level of intellectual flexibility. It is an instructional approach that actually helps increase that student that intellectual flexibility. This arises many questions like, why would we rather teach this lens in an AP classroom rather than a classroom with students who are on the margin? What qualities of these lenses gives teachers this impression? Maybe it is assumed that the students who tend to read at a higher level are more apt to utilize a literary lens. Or maybe it is assumed that students whose performance in school is commendable can quickly adapt to each lens. But chapter nine brings to light the idea that students who are on the margin or who are not privileged with their socioeconomic status can more easily relate to lenses of social class or gender. Similarly, students who are English language learners or have English as a second language can easily relate to the race lens. A quote on page 129 of this chapter reveals a a reality that students on the margin seem to be savvier about theory. Many of them have been reading the world and its inequities for a very long time. They naturally challenge hegemonic beliefs, as well as the status quo, and they've been reading patterns of privilege and inequity their whole lives. Examples of this concept are riddled throughout the chapter as we read of classrooms that may have only one student of color in them, to classrooms where students of color inhabit maybe 50% of the class. These examples proved those misconceptions wrong. The students showed in the examples proved to be engaged and highly alert when reading through a particular lens as instructed by their teacher. Though it is wonderful these cases where using multiple perspectives was successful, it is important to point out that privileged students or white students are not, they're not incapable of performing this as a literary theory. 
The important message here is that all students of all colors and all skill levels can execute the challenge of reading literature using multiple perspectives. It is also important that students can switch back and forth between lenses and not focus on only applying one's lens to every piece of literature they read. Teachers should encourage students in their range of skill sets. As teachers utilize this in their lesson plans, we should remember that this is meant to be relatable to all students to broaden their view of the world. By making every literary lens and text chosen somewhat relatable to your students, you are making success and comprehension more accessible to them. As Alan Carey Webb on page 129 so clearly states, it is not so much that our students need to be entertained, though some have seen it this way, but that they need to understand the purpose and meaning of what we are doing if we are going to succeed in keeping them engaged. To continue using this literary theory and multiple perspectives, teachers should not be afraid of introducing a lens strategy to a diverse classroom. With appropriate scaffolding, teachers can mold a per multiple perspectives activity to any set of students, regardless of their skill level. For example, if I were to use a strategy provided from this chapter, I would be inspired by the one displayed on page 139. I would implement this activity as we are reading the Help, a novel by Katherine Stockett. The activity would begin by dividing the class into four and giving each group a separate handout. Each handout would have a different lens defined on it, so essentially a different way of interpreting the text. So based off of the literary lens that each group is given, they will be given about 20 minutes to conference on it and bring all thoughts of interpretation to the table. After the 20 minutes is up, students will be regrouped in a way where each student with a different lens is grouped with another. Thus, in each group, every lens is represented. Then everyone will share their lens and provide insight to the group. Then as a closing activity, I could use a prompt called what or so what. The prompt asks each student to respond to the following questions. The what question being, what was a poem, poem or story literally about? And the so what question being, what is the significance or meaning in what you read? Why does it matter? This whole activity is great because it allows students to collaborate as a team. It allows students to take the teacher role and it also gives students the opportunity to individually express their ideas on paper. So chapter nine brought a lot of ideas to the table that I will hold on to as an aspiring teacher. Ideas of inclusivity and helping your students succeed students succeed should be at the forefront of every teacher's mind and i believe deborah appleman shared her knowledge on literary theory and multiple perspectives beautifully in this chapter and that is all for this podcast and thank you so much for listening